Is this thing on? Is this thing on? I don't know. It's been so long. I forgot how to work it. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) How do we do this again? Good morning. I guess it's morning. Morning, afternoon, evening, whenever. I think think the, the line is whenever you may be listening to this. That works. Something like that. Yeah. I feel like that's what you've said from time to time at the beginning of our podcasts. I, it's been so long, I don't remember. <laughs> but Welcome, do everybody. Know. Yeah, we're back in we're the... Hannah C. Howard 2.0 recording studio. Yeah. yeah. We moved spots. We did. Like 10 years ago, we moved spots. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and we recorded two episodes. But we're back. We're back. And we're super excited to be back. And uh, we are... This is not back sort of... Like we're back just for an episode and then we're gone again. We're back. That's right. We're back. We've recommitted we ourselves. We have it mapped out, scheduled out. We are committed. So for at least the next two months. For at least the next two months. <laughs> I'm kidding. It'll be longer oh, no. than that. No, we are yeah, we're we're excited. Uh we've missed this. I think yes, I can we safely did. say for both of us. We've missed bringing you all content, engaging in the conversation. Because it's really has been a conversation yeah even if you're not in studio with us we uh we always have loved the feedback that yeah. we've gotten and people that have stopped us and well and church halls and it's really you guys that have brought us back because over the past maybe two months i've gotten more where's life on the vine bring back life on the vine yeah um yeah all two of our fans are i know really right excited to have it back Shout out to Mark Brown. And Adam. And Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys spurred us on. Yeah, we appreciate you. And all of our other listeners as well. Just so. not as much as them. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, so, where do we want to start? We've had about a year, year away. I, something like that. Yeah, I think we probably owe some explanation of why we haven't done anything in like a year yeah so let me start yeah okay why don't you start so we did uh holy week stuff and uh that's right which it was our last kind of thing we recorded an episode after that that never got edited and out there so that's my fault maybe that will be a special episode later on in this quote-unquote season yeah Yeah. we're we're in a new season that's right yeah so um and, um, you know, not to make excuses, just to uh, have some explanations here. Um, May or the end of April through the end of August is insanely busy in youth ministries. It's insanely busy kind of just around the church, yeah. but especially in our next gen ministries with um, VBS and mission confirmation, and VBS, confirmation, yeah. mission trips, interns, um summer swim all the things and then you throw in you know trying to have some personal time with your family to take a vacation and to celebrate mother's day and i've got my mom's birthday and i got jessica's birthday and our anniversary and pretty pretty important those are pretty important important. right yeah and so um you know not that my mom's birthday takes up a whole lot of my bandwidth or time (laughs) but you you know you shoehorn things in i've got kids now that do activities so campbell was playing uh, summer ball, summer tee ball, softball. Yeah, she She's was. like loving it. Nice. Um, 
And, you know, you take vacation. I do. I do. In August, typically. Typically. Get out of Dodge. Right when I'm kind of winding. Ready to go. uh, Not winding down, but getting a little bit more freedom from uh, having some interns and things. Uh, You up and leave. I do. Yeah, I do. Which is great. You should. Thanks. Yeah, it's good. It's always good. Always good. It's always energizing before the fall kicks off but so i did a little uh recording while you were gone and i did a little uh brainstorming of where we could go next while you were gone and then you came back and we never did anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true well and but you weren't busy at all no, I wasn't busy at all. No. I mean, yeah, things have been a little bit different with uh with my job the last year and a half or so and been trying to figure out what that looks like and how to get everything done that I need to get done and then the last 4 months obviously maybe not obviously, but obviously if you're a listener and you know us, we've had I've had twins and was on paternity and uh bought a new house. Yeah, we yeah, that's true. Last fall. And you had to buy a house like real fast. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. We've had a lot of life change in yeah, the last you have. year. My uh, so we moved and um, got the house ready for twins, and then had twins, and now we're um, getting used to the rhythm of life with three kids. And sometimes we sleep, sometimes we don't. But we podcast anyway. But we we podcast on yeah. So anyways, that's a little bit of the last year, but just like God's grace washes away our sins and everything is made new, so too the absence of the podcast for the last year is being washed away and everything's being made new. So you'll never hear us mention it again, our our prolonged absence. It's like it never happened. It's like it never happened. Right. Right. As far as the East is from the West. So far as our absence from the current podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We're really good at appropriating scripture for our own uses. Mm-hmm. Maybe something we should talk about on the podcast yeah. is it's like ways in which that. scripture has been twisted and co-opted. Ooh. Ooh. Favorite verses to take out of context. That Ooh. would be a fun... Favorite verses to take out of context. Is it like a favorite verse or like... Like group of verses? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be a passage. Yeah. Well, I was sort of thinking like, uh, actually did this in the sermon. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, Philippians four. My computer just dinged. I got an email. Sorry if you, uh, what are we doing? Well, we are going to be jumping into the fruits of the spirit. Over the next few podcasts. Yes, excellent, good. Yeah. And um, for those of us that don't know anything about the fruits of the Spirit, what are we talking about? Well, the fruit is of that? the Spirit is not a banana. Oh, man. <laughs> Isn't that a song? That's a song. Oh, I, don't, I didn't right? know that. Um, yeah, well, the fruits of the Spirit are talked about by the Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians, chapter 5. Yeah, we're referencing scripture. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
We can do that. Turning over new leaves. Let's not take it out of context. Let's try not to take it out of context. Yeah. So it's a list of um, sort of ways of living and uh, gifts, we might say, that are given and sort of to be enacted by the believer in life with Christ. And, And the reason I think this is, you know, sort of fitting is just a reminder. This is called Life on the Vine. And so... The whole focus of our podcast is what does it mean to be embedded in abiding in Christ, who Mm -hmm. is the true vine, to be living life with him, and to be uh, then bearing fruit. That's John 15, I am the vine, you're the branches, and apart from me you can do nothing, but if you abide in me, then you will bear much fruit. And not that you ever, you know, John, that's John 15, this is Galatians, but just that idea of what is what is the fruit that we're bearing and and that language of fruit comes up really throughout scripture a lot yeah. the the yeah. idea of um flourishing and even psalm 1 um the person who listens to the law of god is likened to a tree that's planted by living waters and bears fruit in its season so that language comes up a lot yeah and galatians um 5 is one of those places where we get sort of a deep dive into sort of what is some of the fruit that we're to be bearing as Christians? But we got to talk about. I mean, we got yeah. Anyways, that's where we're going. Yeah, with this, with this, these podcasts. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And just for reference, if you don't know what any of the fruits of the spirit are, I'll just go straight from scripture. Yeah. Um, Galatians five, starting with verse. 22 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience or forbearance Mm -hmm. kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control so that's um galatians 5 22 and 23 yeah so that's kind of what we're talking about and then and so we don't leave it uh out of context not that that like is out of context but yeah let's Get some context around it. Like, yeah, who's Paul? Who's he writing to? Why is he yeah. doing this? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a quick. I love Galatians. Yes, you do. If anyone is knows me, you know I love Galatians. I'm gonna try to do a really quick synopsis. Okay, so Paul. Two minutes. Go. Okay, Paul used to be Saul. Persecuted Christians. Pharisee of Pharisees. Zealous for the law of the Lord. Uh, is on his way to Damascus to persecute Christians to throw them into prison. And God, or Jesus, the resurrected, ascended Jesus, appears to him, boom, knocks him on his bottom. We don't know if he was riding a donkey or not. That's sort of the image, but he was at least on the road. Conversion experience, he recognizes that Christ is the Messiah, the anointed one. He takes some time, but eventually becomes this proclaimer of the good news. And Paul, in the book of Acts, that all happens in uh, Acts chapter 9, right? 9? Sounds yeah, good. Acts 9. Uh, and then Paul goes off on some missionary journeys. And the first missionary journey that he goes on is to a region called Galatia, which is in modern-day Turkey. If you think of modern-day Turkey and sort of south-central Turkey, that would be the region of southern Galatia, which was a sort of Roman provincial region. And there's a, a number of cities there that Paul goes to. And he preaches the gospel, and they believe in the gospel. But then after he leaves, uh, there are folks that come in and began 
saying, well, the gospel is great, what Paul said is great, but if you really want to be a follower of Jesus, then you need to be essentially culturally Jewish. So you need to be circumcised, you need to obey like customs and, and laws. And so he writes this letter back to them to chastise them in a way, but also to encourage them to stay true to the gospel of, of grace, that uh, we are, the language used at the beginning is that we're brought from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. He uses the language of adopted adoption, that we're brought into the family of God by grace because of what Christ has done. And it's not that we earn our way in by works and by obedience to certain things, but it's by grace. And then uh, at the second half of the letter, he kind of then begins to explore what happens once we've been adopted, what happens once we have been brought in by grace. Um, And what he wants to say is that just as we begin the life of faith by grace, so we continue by grace. We begin Mm -hmm. by the Spirit, and we continue by the Spirit. I like that. And so the life of sort of in relationship to Christ is not now a life of works where it began by grace, but it's grace from start to finish. And so that that kind of, how'd I do? Is that two minutes? That was pretty close. Yeah, close. Well, this is tracking time by measures. So I, <laughs> measures of, I can't do the math. Can't, can't do that, that quick. Math that quick. That's yeah. fair. So the last thing I'll say is in uh, so chapter four he talks about adoption. Um, chapter three is the famous one of the most famous passages from Galatians where Paul says there's neither Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, meaning that we all come to the relationship through Christ. Mm. There's not different ways in which we are brought in. We're all in the same playing field before Christ and because of what Christ has done. And then we all receive adoption. Um, we're heirs along with Christ. And then in chapter 5, Paul has this great line of that, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Therefore, stand firm and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. And so, which I think is fascinating when we talk about the fruits of the Spirit yeah. and what is life supposed to look like hmm. uh, in Christ is that somehow it's tied to freedom. Yeah. And and freedom in Christ, which we can maybe talk about. But well, I think, I mean, I think you hit on what I think is the the crux and the whole point of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So there's a couple couple of things I want to tease out there. Um, the fruit of the spirit. You know, you'll notice that when I started reading, it started with but. Okay, so yeah. it's not the beginning yeah. of a thought that's actually in yeah. the middle of a thought. And so the right before that comes the desires of the flesh or the mm-hmm. acts of the flesh. And yes. so when we have this theme of coming out of darkness into newness or coming from a different family or no family at all into um, an adoption, it's this is how the family acts. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not that if you do these things, you're out of the family, but... You're a represent a representative of this family, yeah. and we're going to act a certain way. We're going to do yeah. things a certain way. Um. So I think it's important to um hear Paul and when he's saying that we shouldn't submit back again to a yoke of slavery. What are those things that are enslaving us, and what are the things that lead us into freedom? Yeah, and that they're they're counter to each other. They're opposed yes. to one another. Yeah. You can't really have both at the same time. 
One is enslaving you. One is setting you free um, in a spiritual sense, but I also think in a physical, yeah, that's really good. emotional sense as well. Because, yeah. um, well, let me just read them. Yeah, yeah. Great. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Some of these are not so obvious. Some of these are obvious, but some of them, we've lost our obviousness yeah. of them. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruits of the Spirit is the fruit of the spirit is joy, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against yeah. such things, there is no law. There's no law. When we talk about the acts of the flesh, these, in my mind, are the things that enslave us. These are the things yeah. that we have been set free from. These are yeah. the things where we lived formerly in darkness, yeah. doing these things, or at least desiring yeah. these things, and that... um. Christ changes us. And again, to borrow from a different book of First Corinthians, um, anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Yeah. And so we are brought into something new and we are called yeah. to set aside something else. Yeah. Um, so like, and go ahead. Just, well, no, I want you to continue. Just one <laughs> little comment. I think what's, I think, so tricky to in the Christian life is that we're set free from these desires of the flesh, which we'll talk about. We're also set free from the sort of the the the, the judgment of the law, right? So this mm. idea that we're we're under the law and we have to—it's only by obedience to the law that we can receive grace, that we can receive adoption, mm-hmm. and it's adoption first and it's grace first. And I think as as people, generally speaking, we either sort of want to know where the boundaries are and what's okay and what's not, and sort of we measure ourselves against the law, or we sort of just go and do whatever we want. Yeah. It's, it's the parable of the prodigal son, right? right? We're either the younger brother or the, or the older brother, and neither is the gospel. Uh, right. Tim Keller, I think, sort of just speaks into this maybe better than anyone else, but n- neither attitude, older brother or younger brother, is the gospel. What is the gospel, and what is the way to live in relationship with Christ is again what we'd be talking about, fruits of the spirit. But anyway, I just think you know once you sort of remove the that sort of the law from a place of um, sort of owning us, then the, it's easy then to fall prey to these. Well, if I don't have the law, then I just live by my own desires. Right. Right. Yeah. And Paul wants to say, well, that's not not that either. You're not free to just give into your desires because, as you said, that actually is not going to lead you to freedom. It's going to lead you to death. It's going to keep you in that kingdom of darkness. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like raising kids, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can only speak from my experience of having been a kid and in, in the household that I was in. I mean, now I have kids, but they're, they're young. They're not quite to the point of launch yet. That's in the future. But the goal of me raising my kids is so that they become um, adults that can um, 
hopefully they love Jesus and they, they function on their own and they make good decisions. Like I'm raising them not to be good kids, but to be good adults. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I think we can see this a lot in parenting where you have a, a kid or a family who has certain guidelines, has certain rules, has certain way of doing things and this is kind of like the law. While you're under their roof, this is how it's going to be. And then yeah. you get set free from the law. You get your freedom. You and you ha- now have a choice of what to do with that. Yeah. And um, I think that's part of the reason for the law is to say, you know, there's a reason why um, it, this way of living actually brings about flourishing and yeah. and and steers you away from heartache and destruction. Um, it doesn't necessarily save you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that if you follow the rules, then good things will necessarily happen. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's just like, I don't know, a college kid that gets to, yeah. they get set free yeah. from the tyranny of their parents. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. and they now have this new freedom and what are they going to do with it? The, yeah. Their choice, their life is, is their own. Um, their choices are their own. And, um, are you going to go after your desires or are you going to go after the things that you know that lead to life or that at least lead to quote unquote good things? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the picture that always kind of comes to mind to me. I think it's a good one. I think, and it's, (laughs) and we've all sort of been in that spot of that decision and we've seen that and we've, you know, and at times we've made, a life-giving decision, and mm-hmm. at times we've all made a death-giving decision, right? Yeah, a couple of them. One that leads to slavery, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Paul, really before he gets into the desires of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit, he just talks about that you walk in the Spirit and that the Spirit and the flesh are contrary to each other, that they can't coexist, they don't coexist. And so um, it kind of, he really lays this out of like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Um, that, that you gotta, uh, walk one way or the other. Um, and, and I think that it's also made obvious in the way that he lays out the desires of the flesh. Like you can't have peace and discord and hatred and fits of rage. Like those, those don't coexist. Yeah. You can't simultaneously have all those. Like they are opposites of each other. Yeah, you, or self-control and orgies. Right. I don't know what your language is. Is it orgies? That, that's orgies. 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 <laughs> that's the ESV. Okay, side note. Yeah. Anytime we read this in youth ministry, 100% of the time, they say ogres. <laughs> and then we say orgies, and they're like, what's that? And it's like, oh, go ask your parents. <laughs> it's a very, yeah. very sinful party. Yes. Um, yeah. Or even I think, um, dare I say having goodness and kindness and selfish ambition. Yeah. I think absolutely. We live in a society that, that actually, um, puts ambition on a pedestal and there's no Mm. unselfish ambition. All ambition in my opinion is selfish. It is Mm. self serving Mm. to have ambition. And I'm, not saying that we should all 
be apathetic to what happens and that we should never yeah. have a direction or a goal in life. But yeah. there is this, um, I don't know the right word, but we, we, we really respect a lot of times we, at least people who, uh, are go-getters and people who do, um, are driven by greed. And there's a certain, um, really even status that they have within our society we might say that oh yeah well they're a jerk and whatever but they're a good businessman yeah or you know yeah. look at the product empire that they built or um so i don't know i i'm i'm sure that you can i am sure that you can be successful and that you can be ambitious and also be good and kind but to that i think there's a really really fine line between um ambition and selfish ambition i yeah. i mean I, it's just yeah. yeah so much so that i just avoid it altogether yeah <laughs> yeah well and i think that in in some ways that in all of these things have a focus on self i think you could go through them mm. like yeah you know what and even sexual immorality and I would put that in opposition to love. It's sort of a mimicry of, of love, a, a mimicry of the most intimate of love relationships. But so much of sexual immorality is driven by sort of a focus on self and what do I want and how can I get what I need and desire. And we can talk about mm-hmm. that more in depth, but you know, there's a selfishness to it. Rivalries, it's it's me versus you and, and what do I get and... and how do how do we sort of compete and I win and selfish ambition? You know, it's how, how what am what am I focused on and and what do I need and even even you know drunkenness. No, uh, you know n- there there are maybe friendly drunk people, but no drunk person is like looking out for the needs of others, right? Yeah. Um, they're not the ones like holding the hair back while the person pukes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there's a selfishness about it. Yeah. Um, and you're. I think I think you can just go through well, all, and, all and of these. And it's contrary to self control. You it can't is, yes. have self control. Yeah. When you're in that state of when mind. When that state, yeah. And yes, I've been in that state of mind, and no, yeah. I haven't had any self control. <laughs> I know that from experience. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of just what I wanted to point out is that that as we talk about the fruit of the spirit, we we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what the opposite side of that coin was and that if we're being led into freedom by these fruit of the spirit then then um um what what's the what's the alternative to to be go back into a state of slavery by doing these things and the the other thing that i wanted to point out is that it's the fruit of the spirit it's not the fruit of jackson the fruit of jackson is the desires of the the flesh flesh. Yeah, yeah like and so a lot of times i think that we think okay well i'll just bootstrap peace i just become a peaceful person i'll be a loving person and as soon as you start to do that you actually i think play right into the hand of getting Mm. the fruit of the spirit twisted a little bit like um like kind of what you pointed out with sexual immorality and love yeah like that a lot of our society what scripture would tell us is sexual immorality our society says yeah you know that's okay. And if you really love each other, like you're engaged, go ahead, live together. Yeah. It's, it's no big deal. Yeah. And 
you know, you can argue whether it's a big deal or not, or if it makes financial sense or not, or whatever. But, and I'm not saying that that's coming from a bad place. Yeah. But it's not coming from a place of, in my view, it's not coming from a place of uh, freedom and having mm-hmm. that spiritual, emotional freedom. It It's kind of, um, Uh, putting the 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 cart before the horse, yeah, kind of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the one example I had. There's lots of examples. Yeah, they that are, are out there, but yeah, for sure. Well, and I think I think next time I think we're gonna start with love, right? Yeah. So we're just gonna work our way through. Yeah. So I think there's there'll be lots more to talk about specifically with 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 each of these. Uh, I I wanted to, and I do I want to I want to talk about that language of fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's really, really important. And you're, you're kind of getting us into that. I, I did. There's Paul says that the, you know, the person who does these things, meaning the, blah, 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 oh, the works of the flesh, uh-huh. or the desires of the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I think this goes back to sort of where we began the podcast. Episode one, I believe Repent. was, talking about repent uh jesus message when he comes on the scene is repent because the kingdom of god is at hand and so i think well a i think sometimes we we hear that language and our mind goes immediately to sort of how we think of salvation like oh am i getting into heaven so if i get you know drunk or something does that mean that i'm not going to be in heaven like mm-hmm. we sort of in terms of we think of it in terms of salvation and i think on the one hand we can think about there's there's acts of the acts of sin and then there's sort of continuing lifestyles unrepentance and maybe an indicator that christ hasn't quite got his hooks into us mm-hmm. but i also think that it's important to think that the, the language of, of jesus and again where we started is that the kingdom of god is at hand so what what Paul's sort of encouraging us to think about is in some sense the kingdom is already here and are we living in it or not? Are we inheriting it or not? Are we walking with Christ or not? Um, less of a focus on are we going to be saved, quote unquote, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, do we have our... I, uh, John Orberg came a while back and, and, and if you get a chance to listen to his uh, Sunday school lesson, which was, I think is on YouTube, the church YouTube, really, really good, and you began with sort of an exploration of what is the kingdom of heaven, or what is the gospel, and talked about the kingdom of heaven. Really, really good, and not only because he sort of said what we said in our podcast, but that yeah. was that was part yeah, of why it was really know, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, who said uh, it first, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But, but just that idea that the, the kingdom is, like we can inherit the kingdom in a very real sense now, or not, right? And so I think that is part of the exploration in this conversation is like, what are we, are we, are we kingdom participants now or not? Uh, And, and in some sense it feels, I mean, I think every day as we live, we have that, are we living in the kingdom? Are we living as adopted children or, or are we living in the kingdom of darkness? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, that maybe is more the focus of this conversation in Galatians than sort of someday will we, get saved right? That, right that's just not 
not so much what Paul's talking about. I, I am so glad that you went there and that you said that because I think a lot of times the as church leaders, as as teachers, um we tend to tie um a lot of sanctification to to salvation. So mm-hmm. a lot of becoming like Christ to salvation, which yeah. I think it, on on one hand um, when Christ starts a good work in you, he's going to, he's going to continue to do it. Okay. Yeah. And so it, there, it, your sanctification in some senses is tied to your salvation. You start yeah. to become sanctified when you are saved. I don't know that you really go back in reverse past yeah. salvation. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that where we have failed a little bit, is not making the clear delineation between living into the kingdom of God that is at hand, that's here yeah. now, and yeah. and our salvation. I think that we always mm. kind of tie salvation to it because, and quite honestly, it's emotionally manipulative mm. in a way, yeah. is that are you going to be more likely to adhere to peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness if there's a little bit of like, Ooh, well, do I get into heaven if I don't do this? What if I do get drunk? Do I still get into heaven? And so there's a little bit of an emotional tug there when it's tied to our salvation. Now there is also a thing called conviction. And if you're being convicted about something, then that's a different story. But I don't know that it's that, that, I, I just like that you you yeah. made kind of that distinction because I don't know that that those lines are very clearly drawn yeah. a lot of the time. It's left more in ambiguity for you to determine as yeah. listener or as student to whatever teaching. Yeah. Um, well, and the dot that you're going to connect is not to, am I becoming more like Christ? It's, am I going to heaven? Because we all, I say we, humans in general have acts of self-preservation. We are mm-hmm. selfish people. So we're yeah. going to be acting out of selfishness. Yeah. So our desire to be into heaven is not like a godly, holy desire. It's a selfish one, mm. I think. <laughs> and, and, and we've talked yeah, about this before on that. the, on the podcast is that like when, when my life of faith changed, when my relationship with Jesus really came alive is when I was faced with the question of if, if you don't get to go to heaven at the end, if it's just it. Yeah. Now, I believe in the promises of heaven. I'm not yeah. saying that I don't. Yeah. But if you don't, then would you still follow Jesus? Mm. I was like, heck, yes, I would. Absolutely. And I, it took me a while to get mm. there. I don't know if at the beginning of my journey I would answer, heck, yes. Yeah. I would be like, ooh, not really sure why I'm giving all this other stuff up or yeah. why I'm walking down this road. Yeah. So I digress. Yeah. A lot. No, but well, I think that's, and it is, I mean, that's, and it's throughout Galatians, just throughout the scriptures, just that con- continual reminder that, you know, I mean, just, just in Galatians, it is no longer I live says Paul in chapter two, verse 20, but Christ who lives in me, present reality, mm-hmm. ongoing reality. You have been adopted. You are heirs with Christ. Um, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free, right? All, all of this talk of the life and the spirit comes on the heels of what has been done. 
and, and it's just that continual challenge of sort of reordering our minds of, okay, now Christ has done something in us, has brought us into the kingdom. How do we continue in that? How do we walk with him? How do we live with him? Not because we need to earn it, not because somehow we're, um, you know, it's you know, Romans 8, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus on reality, right? It's just that continual challenge. Um, and yet, at the same time, if we never, if we are continuing to walk in the desires of the flesh, if we never feel conviction about them, mm-hmm. the, that's that's probably a red flag. Right. If you feel conviction, that's great news, right? If you're if yeah. you're sinning and you feel convicted, that that's great news. Because that means the Holy Spirit's at work in you. That means the Holy Spirit's at work in you. Yeah. If, if you feel, we were talking before the podcast started a little bit, but if you're going through a time of not feeling God's presence and that makes you sad and you're longing and like, why don't I feel God's presence? That's a good thing. Yeah. That's you a want, good thing. You want to be you, with you God. To, like if, if God wasn't at work in you, you wouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't care. So, uh, okay, I'm, I'm digressing too. No, I think I think you got... You moved this along, yeah, we're, we're which moving. is great. Yeah, this is, you know, and I we're getting back into the whole. I also think, you know, earlier I gave an example about like a couple getting engaged and moving in together, and the implication was that they were having sex with each other before marriage. And just so I'm not speaking out of both sides of my mouth, like I had sex before I was married, right? And so it's not like, oh no, Jackson, you're not going to heaven. Yeah. It's but I did have a conviction. Yeah. of hey this and that came from a um, church group that i was in and they said hey have you thought about this and it's like kind of didn't want to think about this actually yeah and so i thought about it and i talked about it and i um was counseled on it and it was a hard decision and it it changed my life in a lot of different ways uh, um but it it is one that that there was a certain level of freedom that came with it. And there was a certain level of like ramifications for the prior choices that I had made. And there's emotional things that happen when you, when you walk back from that. But, um, uh, you know, I would sit here and say that it was worth it. It, that I was held in, in bondage to myself Um, I was held in bondage to kind of guilt and shame that I was walking in, um, feeling, feeling not so great about. And, you know, it, it took me a while to unlearn a lot of those things. Um, both in my, my, the way that I walked, but also in the way that I processed my emotions and, and being set, being able to be set free from my guilt and that my guilt didn't rule me anymore yeah. that that yeah. i was set free from that too that my yes. shame yeah. was not the thing that that um no longer kept me from god but the god was right there with me and yeah. and and uh cast out that shame so yeah. um which is why i'm able to talk about it on yeah. a podcast on a and podcast. Not, yeah but I, I appreciate i appreciate you you sharing that and i i was thinking about First uh, John chapter four about perfect love casting out fear because fear has to do with judgment, and I mean it's just the the amazing good news right this this is the gospel it doesn't there there is no sin that even this this list of the desires of the flesh if you have engaged in any of these things no sin is greater than the grace of God that's right like no grace 
and no grace can cling to you in the context of God's grace. It's no done. sin can cling to you. Yeah. You said no grace can cling to you. Sorry, no sin can yeah. cling to you in the context of the grace, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's again where we started. It's it's washed away. It's done. It's gone. It's in the past. And and God remembers it no more. Um and which it, is a wild thought which that is we should a wild unpack thought. sometime. I know. I love that thought. It hurts it's like my as far brain. as the east is from the west. I know. How does an omnipotent, omniscient God forget things? Remember them no more. Choose to I mean it's it's got it's an act of the will, right? I mean, God yeah. wills to uh not remember. And and is the context, it's Jesus. Jesus yeah. takes all that on him, right? This is That's true. It's the gospel. And so it's 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 done. Price has been paid. It is finished. It is finished. Speaking of finished, I think we should probably <laughs> wrap it up. We should wrap it up. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Do we well maybe Okay, maybe next time. I'd like to dig it. You got us a little bit into fruit of the spirit. Uh huh. And I feel like we need to talk, despite the fact that we've been talking about fruits of the fruit of the spirit. Uh huh. The what is the spirit's job? What is our job? Are we just sort of letting the spirit? Does the spirit just take over and do these things? Make us these ways? Do we have a role in that? What's the I, I feel like maybe we should talk a little bit about that, but maybe that's next time. The yeah, next time. I think that we can unpack that every episode every as episode, we as we more. go through. Okay. What is love? Baby, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Don't hurt me no more. Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about singing do, a different do, do, song. Do, 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 do. That's what I was thinking about singing. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard Not that one song. in a while. I know, I know. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, if you're we'll still be... with us, more power to more you. More power to you. And we, we really are committed to regular content. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to be back. Yep. And... Um, if you have, we're, we're going to be doing Fruits of the Spirit. We'll have a few one-off episodes. And then mm-hmm. after that, we're planning on tackling some cultural issues. Stuff, yeah. Cultural stuff, stuff that's being talked about in our world. We want to yeah. talk about it too. And maybe some stuff that's not being talked about. Maybe it depends on what context you're in. But we want to talk about that and try to explore it from the context of life in christ love it and then yeah if you have as always if you have things you'd like to hear us talk about if you have guests that you would like us to have on the podcast reach out let us know yep most of you have my number yeah if you don't i'm not going to give it to you here (laughs) no but if you're a member of the church it is available on realm and if you're not on Realm, you should sign up for Realm. Yeah, so you can get my phone number. <laughs> so you can get Jackson's phone number. Oh, oh man. Okay, well. Use it wisely. That's true. Work hours end at five. So don't Friday's my day off. Friday's his day <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jackson. Hutch. Pleasure to be back with you. Pleasure's all mine. Listener, walk in the way of the Spirit. 
yeah that's not where i was gonna go with it but you know <laughs> do that that's, that's not bad advice it's great <laughs> what were you gonna say <laughs> I, I just totally, I just gonna, totally took you, your thunder no, there. no 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 i was just gonna peace out you yeah. know I'm glad you're back yeah glad we're back Thanks to Eric for the outro. Yeah. Hopefully I've like already faded the music out and like <laughs> we're 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 at the end. We're done. Yeah. Cool. I like it. sent me one which kind of ignited a a battle because it's this girl who is kind of laying down drinking her coffee and she's like me trying to enjoy my morning and then my husband getting ready ruining my morning and he's like like shots fired <laughs> shots fired <laughs> when in reality what it is is me trying to enjoy my morning which is her asleep and then like <coughs> and in her mind it's like <laughs> <laughs> no she's probably more right than i am that's good talk a little bit so <coughs> i can hear you <coughs> oh don't do that sorry <laughs> redlining yeah okay me 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 whether the weather be cold or whether the weather be hot we'll be together whatever the weather be whether we like it or not